The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to create a life that's intentional and dynamic? Welcome to The Intentional Spirit with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Wow, oh wow, oh yeah, I'm ready to create a life that's intentional and dynamic, that's for sure. And I know that's why all of you tune into our show, because you too are about being intentional. You know, so many people live by the external issues or like I say, the the big stop sign, which is an acronym for still trying to overcome problems, whereas an intentional spirit makes a commitment, focuses on things they have control over and really works towards aligning that mental, spiritual, physical and emotional body. And wow, I am so excited about our guest today. I feel so passionately about what she teaches. I live what she teaches. And she is just all that. And then some Rena Greenberg. Welcome to our show today. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for the work that you do to teach people how to live healthy, eat happy, and feel beautiful and handsome and all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, my goodness. So, um, wow. How, how did this become your, your, your passion? What, what made you care about the physical body? Uh, certainly in a time today where we could use a few more people caring. Uh, how did your interest fall in that as you uh, use the title Easy Sugar Breakup? Yeah, thanks. Well, for me, I, you know, I would probably, I don't know when I would have thought about it because, um, you know, but it started getting hit over the head, you know, with a rock because I got sick at a really young age and basically lost all my energy. I, prior to that, I was living in New York City in a very fast-paced life and working in fields that I love, fashion, entertainment, travel, really loving my life. And so it was completely unexpected that I would wake up one day and just have absolutely no energy. And so I started, you know, pounding the pavement in New York City trying to find answers. And ultimately where I ended up, I I didn't get any answers, but I sure got a lot more um, warning signs. And I actually ended up in the emergency room at Brooklyn Methodist Hospital. And I was 26 years old and the chief of cardiology told me that I had the heart of an 80-year-old. And uh, the other, one of the other doctors there leaned into me, I'll always remember, and he said to me, the only thing keeping you alive is your age, because my heart was in such a ba- bad shape. 
And oh that was gosh. a wake-up call. Oh, wow. Yeah. You must have just, wow. I, a time stood still. Totally stood right? still. Yeah, time stopped. And I, you know, I was in that CC cardiac care unit for three weeks. And during that three weeks, I had a, a heart attack. And a permanent pacemaker was put into my heart. Oh my and I really took that as an opportunity to reflect on my life and where I had been and where I was going. And it was interesting because at that time, people weren't talking about the relationship between food and lifestyle and health. But I really got a message uh, from God, and I really felt that this was no accident and that uh, this was a message I needed to get. And when I, and the doctors came, it was a teaching hospital, and they said, what do you think is causing this? And, you know, I said, well, maybe my lifestyle is really fast-paced. I don't pay much attention to what I'm eating, I'm drinking. And said, oh, that could have nothing to do with this. I mean, absolutely nothing. They actually sent the dietician in to educate me and talk some sense into me. Because she informed me that there's nutrition in a Snickers bar, and I shouldn't worry about it. <laughs> so, oh, my word. What year was this, Rena? Yeah. What year was 19, this? 1987, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, I know. It, it's fascinating. My my father, he, he did die pretty much of lifestyle choices, but when he had cancer, it was the same thing. I flew to the Carolinas, and I met with his team and said, you know, being 100, 125 pounds overweight isn't helping, and he eats sugar all the time, and yada, yada, and they went, Oh, we're not going to address that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. wow. Oh, my gosh. Even that much of an overweight condition, that's incredible to me. But this was mm-hmm. also in the mm-hmm. late 80s, 90s? Yeah, exactly. That's what, that was yeah, the answer. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. they didn't know. I know. I mean, I hate to say it, but this dietitian that they sent in, I mean, she was definitely not healthy looking at all, um, but it was her education, you know, and, and when you think about the funding, the funding for the Diabetic Association often comes from the sugar industry, so it's almost crazy. But I, that's one of the wonderful things, I think, now about the Internet and how times have changed is that at least, even though there's a lot of confusing and contradictory information out there, at least there's more education in general that people are starting to see that, that food and our environment and what we're putting into our body makes a huge difference in the outcome of our mental and physical and emotional health. Uh, no, no doubt about it. Uh, absolutely no doubt about it. And, and I, you know, I find that in my own field, you know, with, and you see that with a lot of people on the speaking circuit and, you know, people that you're talking with and, you know, on a global level is that uh, that always shocks me that, you know, people that are out there and traveling and stuff like that, that they're not making the connection of, your body isn't saying what your message is saying. You know, it just absolutely is saying something very, very different. And to me, it's kind of funny that, you know, with my name being Temple, uh, that's actually, I'm named after my grandfather. That's his middle name. But, you know, being uh, brought up in the uh, deep-rooted South, uh, you know, they would always say your body is the temple of the living God. And so, I mean, I was like, okay, well, that must be why you know, why my karma is I brought that name in, you know, because I got to learn all yeah. about, you know, the self-care of one's body because I didn't do that in the beginning. I was a sugar addict. Um, 
And I, you know, yeah. I, I want to talk about you as a whole show, but I do want to highlight this because I've been so excited to have you because I, these conversations in my mind, we could do every week on radio and everywhere else. But, um, you know, my dad used to put white sugar and butter on toast and send me to school. And then, you know, the teacher yeah. would write home or call my parents and tell them how I'm just so disobedient and I have too much energy and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that sugar, that craving sugar, and then you add sodas to that and the, and the all awful stuff that, you know, people call the snacks and the goodies. You know, I just transferred that as a teenager to wine. And I was on that road for about 15 years until I got sober. But um, it's a cr- wow. it's so many different layers, right? It it it's you're yeah. addressing like the deep root of of humanity and and the cry out that we have in our our society. I, I was telling someone not long ago, you know, I can tell you the one overweight person in high school, the whole high school. Right. And now wow. you know we have yeah, so much yeah, taboo. It's like, well, it's not also okay to talk about it. Well, I think we were better back then when we talked about it. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I, not I think. Temple, I mean, it, if you think about it, I was thinking growing up, I was, you know, I lived on a long block in New Jersey. There must have been 25 houses on the block. I can, can't even think of maybe one family where cancer was in that household. And the whole block was like, oh, my God, that. Is, you know, someone has cancer. We didn't hear about cancer. Now, try knocking on a door on any block and find a family that isn't touched by cancer in one way or another. You know it. You you absolutely know it. And ask how many of them are consumed with sugar products every day in their home. Right. But even people who don't think, I mean, I just worked with a lovely woman. She came to see me for um, weight loss hypnosis. She did a whole program with me, and she, in six weeks, has lost 14 pounds, which was half her goal. She only has you know, less than 30 pounds to lose. Oh, good but for her. I when she, yeah, yeah. When she came to me, she said to me, you know, I really don't eat sugar. I don't want cookies. I don't want cakes. I used to work at Carvel Ice Cream, you know, when she was a kid. She said, I never, it was never a thing for me. And then when she came, you know, six weeks later and had dropped the 14 pounds, she said to me, you know, I didn't think I was eating sugar, but obviously there were so many hidden sources that she hadn't even realized. And one of them you mentioned earlier was the wine. She didn't think about that, but she liked her, you know, five o'clock glass of wine. Loaded in sugar. Loaded in sugar. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And we don't, a lot of times we're not making that connection. Or even things like, you know, mayonnaise, ketchup. We're not thinking that sugar is in everything and that it's cumulative. It's not necessarily, you know, people want to think always black and white, good, bad, right, wrong. But I I always tell people, you know, it's cumulative. What are you having throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month that's building up in your body and creating cravings and addiction and health symptoms? Oh, absolutely. And for the people tuning in, if you yourself or you have family members that, because I used to say, I don't really crave sugar, you know, but I was putting in two or three glasses of wine a night, easy, if not more. Uh, But then when I got off of the wine, I went right to sugar. You know, I just couldn't Mm -hmm. get enough sweetness in me. Um, And, and when I got off sugar, 
it was truly worse than the DTs or, you know, that I would have the shakes the next morning uh, so much yeah. more severe than when I used to drink too much. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just because, so fascinating, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because you went, and I did the same thing when I was young, Temple. I went from one addiction to the other to the other, not realizing that it was all under one umbrella. Um, but for me, my last addiction that I ended up breaking was the caffeine. So I went from alcohol or probably from sugar to alcohol, and then I switched from alcohol to caffeine. And, you know, even though caffeine, you know, coffee isn't sugar per se, I was very addicted to it. I mean, I was drinking a lot of coffee. But I remember when I decided, when I realized and I said, oh, it's just one more thing I got to, you know, and I cut it out. I thought I was going to die. I mean, nothing was harder. I felt like everything I had quit before was so much easier. But I think it's whatever the final addiction is, because then you're not going, you know, you're finally going to the source, which is looking at your own emotions, your life, your patterns. What are you really seeking? The pleasure, the comfort, the love. And when you, and finally, you know, coming to terms with that. Absolutely. And, and that's why, you know, you're featured on shows all over and programs and the news is because you're, you're not just treating the effect of things, you know, well, let's handle this one area. You're, you're looking at the entire essence of the core values, the beliefs, all the issues that go, go with it and all the things that are um, tied in, which is absolutely crucial. And I, I read a book one time and I found it so transformative. It was called uh, The Only Diet There Is by Sandra Ray. Yes. And identified a lot of eating habits. You know, a person can be 50, 60, 70 and still eating with the same kind of habits that they had at the dinner table when they were growing up. And they're probably not even aware of it. They're just, you know, doing the same thing in the same way. Um, and it would be exactly. that, was it a, a fun time when everybody got together to eat and have their meal? Was it filled rich with conversation or was it uncomfortable or was it get it done and get it out of the way? Was it rushed? Was it quick? Um, and all of, all of those kind of, uh, things I, I tell people often that if, if you just take the time, whether you consider oneself spiritual or not, which we are all spirit, just like the desk behind me is, but if you look at it in a language of some kind of form of connecting, et cetera, if you just take a few seconds and honor the sacred stuff on the plate, um, I find you immediately decrease, you're already full. You start out eating with a sense of fullness. Instead of uh, somebody, we were talking about this the other day in the in the car. You can tell I've been waiting on you, right, Rena? I couldn't wait to talk <laughs> to you. But we were talking about how the servings that we're given in our society at restaurants, one plate would feed a family. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the serving sides, and, you know, we were talking earlier about, like, the sodas and the drinks, and so, you know, how many ounces are, you know, it's not like a eight-ounce small drink. These, these, the sizes have gotten bigger and bigger. Um, but you, you touched on so many really important points, and I think it's because, uh, you know, what is it that we are seeking? And so much of it is subconscious. So even though the cravings are really physical, as we're saying, because, you know, you have the sugar in your bloodstream or the alcohol, you just definitely always want more. 
but there's also that emotional, you know, what are we really seeking? And a lot of that is subconscious. I mean, you're talking about people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s still eating the way they did when they were 10, but we were also taught, you know, clean the plate, finish everything on the plate. And, uh, you know, there's people starving in other parts of the world. Well, we were upset. We came into the kitchen to find mother or our, our caretaker or father to comfort us. And we were told, you know, have some cookies and milk, you'll feel better. So we were, our brain was literally trained uh, to use food as a source of love, comfort, and, um, and, to, and to fill ourselves up, to kind of numb ourselves. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, as, as we say here, it, it's not only what you're eating, it's what's eating you. Um, right. I'm sure you also work with... Uh, this subject, you know, it could be 30 hours, just non, nonstop. But do you find all, what I see often, I see people that are uh, tremendously overweight and yet they're not eating sugar and they don't drink. Um, and we were taught, and I'm just asking you as more the uh, expert, um, that if a person doesn't graze or treat their bodies with love throughout the day. Is it also real that the body holds on to a lot of weight because it doesn't know when its next meal is coming? Of course. And, you know, there's the whole factor of genetics. And, you know, for some people they have genetics that are, that are tough, that they feel are working against them. And then, um, you know, there's the whole issue of the person that's been a lifelong dieter and unfortunately, we have the ability to upset our metabolism so that it doesn't function as well as someone that hasn't spent so many years dieting and starving themselves. And when we do starve ourselves, then the body does hold on to fat. So there's definitely a lot of advice out there, nutritional advice that says, you know, like you said, graze throughout the day, have small portions throughout the day. And my approach is really to encourage people to really listen to their body. I mean, so many people come to me very overweight. It's just very, very sad. And people say to me, Rena, I don't know when I'm hungry. You know, I can go all day and not eat. I'm never hungry. And then what's so wonderful to see is as people start to use the tools and they start to eat healthier, real food, real clean, whole food from the earth, unprocessed food and they start to get in touch you know we can start to become more in touch with when when am I actually hungry and not to be afraid of that you know so many of us are used to you know counting calories counting points and then you know I had one woman I just worked with and it was you know really sad because she was telling me how well I have an omelet in the morning and I have less than a teaspoon of oil just less than a teaspoon of oil with it you know and basically trying to eat no fat throughout the day and then say, but why am I craving ice cream at night? And I'm looking, you know, saying, well, even if you had, you know, eight ounces of ice cream and you're eating less than a teaspoon of oil in the morning, that would be 48 teaspoons of oil right there, you know, if you figure six teaspoons in an ounce. And think, you know, people aren't being loving with themselves by not allowing themselves to eat almost anything with pleasure, you know, like to enjoy that healthy fat in their omelet or whatever or on the salad, you know. And then, of course, that's one of the reasons we're going to crave processed junk because we're not allowing ourselves to have the healthy fats. So definitely self-love is knowing what are those healthy foods for yourself and allowing yourself to eat them and satisfy that physical hunger so that you're not always uh, 
sucked in by just appetite. Because Absolutely. You're not satisfying your physical hunger. Absolutely. Wow, what a what a rewarding profession that that you're in. Now, the majority of people that contact you or see you on TV or reach out to you or, you know, follow your blog, etc. Would you say that most of your people, most of the people are there because they are, they're ready or a lot of people there against their will (laughs) because they got a a doctor order or, uh, or is it a little bit of both? You know what? Temple, I won't see someone against their will. So I, it's sad. I get very good. Interesting. Good for you. No, good for you. Yeah. People say, what's the point? Will you see my daughter? Right. No, I will not. I mean, the person who who wants my services has to reach out to me themselves. They can't be a relative. And a person has to want that because they have to understand that nothing is stronger, more powerful than your own motivation. And in hypnotherapy, I'm building upon that motivation and making it stronger. Um, but it's interesting. That said, I, you know, as you know, I've done seminars in, in over 75 hospitals and in addition to weight loss, I also work with people with quit smoking. And I did find it very interesting that sometimes two or three people would come together to quit smoking. And one would say to me, you know, I'm only here because my friend dragged me. I'm not so sure I'm ready. It'd be interesting because many times that friend would be the one to quit. <laughs> so, uh, right. you know, so the, the thing is we don't want to have to white knuckle it, but we want to be ready at some level. And look, the truth is the person wouldn't have come if they weren't ready at all. But sometimes we're more ready subconsciously than we even realize. And that's a really good situation to be in. Mm, that's a very valid point. And is it is it through like a process of just conversing and questions that you get kind of a sense like, oh, they, they will dedicate themselves to this? Well, the, the truth is with what I do, I'm rarely the first stop on anyone's list. And so mm-hmm. most people who come to me have tried so many things. And I think on the one hand, you know, they're they're conflicted. I think most people want this to work more than anything, but they're afraid that it won't. You know, they have that fear of failure and and the history of failure that's very, very painful. But I think what people see really quickly, and I hear this all the time, is, wow, this is totally different. Totally different because I'm saying you're not on any diet. There's no deprivation. There's no list of foods to eat or not eat. But this method? I'm going to actually teach you how you can know what are the foods that are best for you and not just intellectually in your head, but actually only prefer those foods that are nourishing to you and be completely turned off to the foods that are harmful to you. And that's when people come back and they say, wow, you know, I don't want the chips anymore. I don't want the, uh, you know, whatever, the alcohol anymore. Like our taste for food can change. And that's the beauty of it. And I just teach people how to expedite that process so that you want what's best for you and you don't want what's harmful to you. I just recently uh, saw a photo that my colleague sent around and she had gathered at a uh, like a minister gathering of of people that are Mm -hmm. leading tribes, you know, in her particular area. And I could hardly find her in the picture. And she's, you know, like a size six and everybody else was just obese, you know, really overweight. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. my goodness. You know, it's I know. Um, and I, I'm not sad. into judgment about that. It's about the discernment. Uh, and 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 I feel for me, that is 
when you talk about willpower, and I, I know we're going to delve into that after our, our break, but I, you know, it's like when you stand up and talk to people about healthy lifestyle connected to spirit, expressing your creator, uh, you are magnificent. There's a disconnect there. And am I off? I mean, to me, I think there's a disconnect there of some kind. Um, well, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that these addictions are really, really physical. And that mm-hmm. doesn't mean, I mean, that's empowering to me because my addiction, and yours too, you're talking about, is just as physical. But I think it's the recognition of that. I think the food industry tells us a lot of untruths. And so if we don't see that, we're vic- we become victims of it. Uh, and the biggest untruth they tell us is everything in moderation. And I, I love that phrase. I wish it were true. And certainly there's a lot of foods that we can eat in moderation. But for those of us who are truly addicts, who truly have diabetes in the family or obesity, like you talked about your dad and my father was diabetic, there's no way. I mean, if I could have sugar or alcohol in moderation, I wouldn't be doing, you know, the work I'm doing. There had to come a point where I woke up and realized that it's okay. And that's why I love, you know, the title, Easy Sugar Breakup, because often just like in a love relationship, we think, I can't live without this person. And then we finally have the courage to break up. And a couple of years later, we're like, who's that person? Like, they're nothing to us. And it's the same <laughs> right. as these harmful foods. And so I think when we look at people, and I, I know that you're just noticing it out of compassion. I know you're not judging them. Um, and, and think, but I think it's, it's, that's what I try to do is help people to get to that moment where they realize they can break up. And it's going to be better. It's not, it's not going to be what they're afraid of, which is that there'll be a void and emptiness, a, a hole in their lives. Because food, for so many people, food is their best friend. Absolutely. Well, everyone, if you're just tuning in, I want you to go to the website, Easy Willpower. Easy Willpower. We're talking today with the leading expert of how to live happy, healthy, and feel beautiful, how to feel handsome, how to be vibrant, how to be energetic. And and you'll be excited when you go to the website because you'll see that Rena is expressing and exemplifying all the qualities and values that she's talking about. I want to thank you for continuing to support our show and tuning in to us on the intentional spirit. Please feel free to share our show either through the window of uh, unity online radio, or you can also do the same by going to templehays.com and listening to former shows and passing them on because we love spreading the word Uh, of teaching these practical tools and and ways in which people can have more of a vibrant and dynamic life. We're all in this together, and together we we create a tremendous team here uh, on the planet and on the earth. Um, Arena, you've been featured on so many shows. It's just uh, I've been tuning into some of them, and uh, you're so vibrant. And when we come back, you're going to tell us how you're so vibrant. We'll be right back, everyone. And (laughs) thank you for being with us here. And we're very, very grateful. Call in. We'd love to talk with you. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. 
Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you enjoy our programming, we invite you to support it by visiting unityonlineradio.org and clicking on Donate Now. Help us continue to provide inspiring content to everyone. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Ogan Holder, taken from a talk at Unity on the River in Amesbury, Massachusetts. Vulnerability is very uncomfortable, but as we know from so many teachings by so many people and from our own experience, the only way we will ever experience true connection is to be vulnerable, to be open, and to say, but what we say to ourselves, but when we're vulnerable, we risk being hurt. Well, you only risk being hurt Again, if you don't get a full understanding of how love works, nothing and no one can hurt you. Nothing and no one is against you. And everything that happens in your life, as I always say, and I will always say, so if I keep saying it and you keep hearing it and you get tired of me hearing it, I apologize, but everything happens in our life as an opportunity for us to show up as God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Get your copy of Unity Magazine this month and discover timeless spiritual principles that you can apply to your life today. David White discusses the connection between poetry and presence. Dan Milman outlines the four purposes of life. And Mirabai Starr celebrates the Divine Feminine in an excerpt from her latest book, Wild Mercy. Subscribe for one year and save $5 off the cover price and get the digital edition free. Go to unitymagazine.org and get a free trial issue today. Would you like to show your support for Unity Online Radio? You can donate easily on your phone by texting the word VOICE to 50555 and donate $10 to support Unity Online Radio. It's easy to do, and your offering will help us keep inspirational and positive programming on the air. Remember, just text the word VOICE to 50555 and support your favorite shows on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Get inspired with Temple Hayes and the Intentional Spirit, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Each week, Temple shares tools and practices to help you thrive in the most challenging times. Temple also welcomes fascinating guests who share their stories and struggles on the spiritual path. Follow Temple on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date with the show. Become an Intentional Spirit with Temple Hayes here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to The Intentional Spirit with Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back here. Well, this is like by far one of my favorite conversations ever. Taking care of yourself, loving yourself, having energy, not believing in getting old. Uh, but, you know, aging's inevitable, but being old's a choice. And just all kind of habits that you can start right now uh, that can be so simple. And, and knowing what your yes is. You know, it's like uh, Rena and I were talking about as we're talking today with Rena Greenberg. You know, it's easy to say no to that 
that sugar at late at night when you your yes is that tomorrow you want to feel vibrant and dynamic and not feel sad or emotional, <laughs> which is a whole different other thing or reactive. Um, but anyway, Rena, I tell you, just I'm I'm watching and have been on your um, on your website easywillpower.com how you have um, this one woman is talking and sharing her journey and. Oh my gosh, she has lost so much weight and the structure and everything in her face, everything's so different. Uh, tell us about her. Yeah, well, there's quite actually so many. I'm so blessed. So many people um, have come forward after they've lost weight. And even people who are shy, they say, no, I want to I put something up on your site because I want to share the experience with other people. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure you must be speaking about Kathy because she was actually on the doctor show with me, which was really just a wonderful opportunity to go out there. And Kathy was amazing. She actually contacted me and sent me her pictures after she dropped 120 pounds using my gastric bypass hypnosis. So that's kind of my unique uh, program that I'm known for. And it's really perfect for people who want to avoid bariatric surgery altogether. Uh, So because, you know, I always say even if you have the surgery, unless you change your thinking, nothing's going to change you're still going to go back to eating the way you did before. And, and you know, we know, we've all, we all know people who have done that and just experiencing the, the nightmare of stretching their stomach and, you know, all the trauma that their body has, has gone through. So my gastric bypass hypnosis is perfect for someone who wants to avoid bariatric surgery. And even sometimes people who have had the bariatric surgery will come to me because, sadly, they have started to gain or have gained the weight back. But Kathy had never had any surgery. She was 120 pounds overweight, and she started to use my gastric bypass hypnosis, and it was amazing. She, I mean, like you said, the whole structure of her face, everything changed for her. And she started to run and exercise. Before, she would basically be eating anything, you know, fast food, junk food, didn't think about it. It was just normal for her, and from going through the hypnosis, her whole attitude towards food changed and her preferences changed. So she started to really just enjoy healthier foods and it became the new normal. So that, that's, you know, been so rewarding. And, and, and then just going on the doctor show together uh, for her to share her success with millions of people was really one of the highlights uh, for me as well as for her. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So transformative. So when did this occur with her? Well, her weight she, loss, was uh, it? Uh, yeah, she's lost, you know, I mean, I think it took her about a year and a half to actually lose the weight. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking that we actually went on the show together a couple of years ago. Wow. Uh, but And she's still keeping yeah, it off. I, yeah, she's keeping it off. She's running, she's exercising, and um, and just feeling great, yeah. Mm. Love it. Absolutely yeah, love it. Wonderful. And then a couple of months ago, you might have seen the Women's World story because that was really exciting. Uh, Julie, Julie Evans was on the cover of Women's World having lost 142 pounds. And in her case, I know she's kept it off well over 10 years. It might even be 15 years. Um, she's a mom. Her kids were real young when she came to me. And again, she had lost, you know, I mean, she had gained at that time, you know, over 100 pounds. 
she did my weight loss hypnosis, and then and then when I came out with the gastric bypass hypnosis, she added that on. She had lost 100 pounds, and then she went on and lost the other 40 pounds with the gastric bypass hypnosis. And again, she, for her, she started drinking smoothies and just eating more salads and going to the gym every day and drinking water. She dropped all the other soft drinks, and uh, she lost that weight within a couple of years, and she has, like I said, she's kept it off all these years. You almost wouldn't even recognize her when you see the before and after pictures next to each other. It's amazing. Uh, and so rewarding. I mean, so rewarding. So and I, yeah. I love what, how you're defining it because it is uh, so much more achievable and permanent, right, when we're not attempting to do these fast-paced, lose-it-all-in-a-month kind of things. But when exactly. it's, yeah. it's strategic and there's a plan with it and you offer so many other things and your suggestions like the CBD oil, um, wow, is that sweeping the country these days and what tremendous oh, values uh, CBD oil has. It really does. It's really being called the miracle uh, plant compound of our time. And I actually got into it a couple of years ago when it really wasn't a rage. In fact, I had you know, barely even heard of it. Uh, but for me, I had glaucoma, which was pretty serious. And the doctor was telling me that my, um, which glaucoma, for people who don't know, is really just pressures in the eye. You don't feel it. Uh, there's no other symptoms with it. Uh, but what it, what it does is gently or slowly over time, it, it actually is, it, the optic nerve dies and you lose vision and you, and it happens so slowly that you don't even realize it's happening. So I was diagnosed with it and my pressures really were very, very high, alarmingly high. And the doctor told me I was going to need surgery or you know, lots of medications. And I really wasn't excited about either because like you, you know, my body is my temple and I just, you know, I don't want to put things in. I would if I had to, you know, if the medication was imminent, I would have done it, but I preferred not to. So at the time, CBD uh, was suggested to me. And so, I, but I was very hesitant because at the time I thought cannabis plants, I didn't want anything psychoactive, you know, having mm -hmm. a history of addiction. I was very leery about that. But when I discovered that it had no potential to get you high, it wasn't psychoactive, I used it with amazing results. So not only did my eye pressures go down, I'm sleeping better, my hormones are balanced. I had so many benefits. And I wanted to share the news, like so many people. But what I discovered was really frightening to me because I saw there was so much hype starting. You know, this was then about six months later, and there was so much hype about CBD. And yet a lot of times the products with the most hype would have almost negligible amounts of real cannabidiol, which is what CBD stands for. And instead, uh, there would be a bit, like confusing language, for example, hemp. So people think hemp is interchangeable with CBD, and it's not necessarily so. So in the book, Easy Sugar Breakup, I did write an entire chapter on how do you know what kind of CBD to buy, what are you looking for, and it's really specific. And I ended up, I never planned to, but I ended up creating my own brand of very high potency, medical grade, because I researched, I it took me a long time to find a farm in Colorado where everything's organically grown, high potency, full spectrum, which means the whole plant, because another um, marketing point of confusion is isolate. A lot of times you'll see CBD isolate, 
And people may not realize that that's an isolated chemical compound from the plant. It's not necessarily the whole plant, which is what full spectrum is. So you want your label to say whole plant. And the reason why is because that means it contains all the cannabinoids in the plant, and there are over 60, all the terpenes, and they work together with the body's own endocannabinoid system. And that's another thing that people didn't realize we had because scientists only recently discovered this endocannabinoid system, which is in the body, throughout our body, from, you know, in our brain, in our head, and all the way down to our toes, all these receptor cells, and that help regulate all the systems of the body, the endocrine system, the nervous system, the peripheral uh, nervous system, cardiac system, digestive system. So that's why we hear CBD. People say, how can it affect so many areas? Because it affects how we think, how we sleep, how we eat, our memory, but it has to be high-quality, medical-grade CBD. And where do you have your, um, with your CBD, where is it, um, is it within the body of your website, or do you have a different website for it? I actually have a whole website devoted to CBD. There's a lot of CBD education on there. It's called renasorganic.com, so R-E-N-A-S, Rena's Organic. Dot com, And that really is a site to help educate people about CBD. And then I do have available some of the highest potency uh, medical-grade CBD. So as an example, so many people suffer with pain, you know, pain in their joints, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain. And so there are CBD creams out there, there's, you know, CBD salves. And, but the problem is I was so shocked to find even in my own community, well-meaning chiropractors, uh, health professionals that are selling CBD products, and often I think they're not even aware that some of the products they're selling may only have, like I've seen pain creams, two ounces with only 200 milligrams of CBD in them or even less, and it may not even be full spectrum. So by contrast, my line of Brina's Organic has 1,000 milligrams pain cream, so that would be five times as much as some of the higher-level pain creams in some of these doctor's offices and then for the exact same price that these doctors are selling the pain cream with 200 milligrams, I have a pain cream with 500 milligrams. So I have done everything to keep my overhead down, to keep my prices as low as possible, and yet the quality is, it's literally, I feel so good knowing that it's the highest quality CBD, you know, available. Absolutely. And and with the 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 CBD oil that you use and the high quality, is it measured by um, milligrams or like, is it because some of them are 300 and 500 and 3000? That's a great question. So yes, the measurement is milligrams, um, but it's important to realize also milligrams of what? So for example, you could see a bottle that says, let's say it says 500 milligrams hemp. You cannot, be certain that there's even any CBD in there at all because Mm -hmm. it needs to say 500 milligrams CBD. Now, the next thing is, okay, let's say it says 500 milligrams CBD, but is it CBD isolate or is it CBD full spectrum? Huge difference. Isolate is about half the the cost to produce because the full spectrum requires, you know, an extraction process that leaves it free of contaminants and free of impurities. It's not a chemical process. 
And so it's a much higher quality. And when we're looking for, you know, to have the medicinal value of sleeping better, getting rid of pain, we want to, of course, have the full spectrum. And it should be 100% full spectrum. I've also seen bottles where it'll say, for example, 3,000 milligrams, but it might turn out that less than half of that is full spectrum and the rest is just spiked with the isolates. So it's so important to at least be an educated shopper so you can know what you're looking for and compare apples to apples because, I mean, what really makes me sad is when people call me up and they say, I've tried CBD, it doesn't work. But what I love is, you know, when people, if they will, uh, and many people, you know, who have followed me for a while and they, and they you know, have that trust and they've tried the Renews Organic CBD and compared it to other things that they were taking and I've heard over and over what a huge difference in quality. So I, I feel really grateful about that. Oh, absolutely. Well, I tell you, you just look fantastic. I mean, you just really, you, you, you look the what you're saying. <laughs> That's not the right English, but <laughs> you are what you say. So as yeah. we say in our circle, you are walking, you're talking. So that's uh, really wonderful to see. You look absolutely awesome. Good for you. Oh, thank you so much, Temple. The same with you. You're gorgeous and radiant. and No. It's nice. Yeah, and, you know, it takes, we all know, I mean, it just takes um, just that focus every day to uh, put your health first. And I think so many people are, are such caretakers and givers and really, it's so beautiful, you know, how much people give and care for others. But I always say you can't give from an empty cup. You have got to fill your, your own needs first. And it's not selfish to do so. It's because then you can be, serve as an example uh, for others and 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 really be there to really help others in a deep way to empower them to also take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love to use the language, um, and I've taught it a lot as a trainer in healthcare. There's such a defined difference, or what helped me see it, because more often than not, those of us that want to help, you know, often we must integrate our acceptance of who we are. And until then we project like saving others, if you will, (laughs) but uh, Mm -hmm. you know, and then we kind of mature from that, but there's such a difference between being a caregiver and a caretaker. And I had to really get that, uh, especially with the, uh, and I'm sure you have too, with the various people, because if you really have a value that you want to serve, you know, in a way of your mission and your goals, you you won't last, you'll burn out if you're a caretaker. In other words, you want to offer care, but you're taking on people's stuff, their moods, their issues, their challenges. You get weighted down with it versus being a caregiver is to, to give support, to hold the space, uh, to even ask them, how can I support you instead of assuming and all those kind of things. It, it makes such a difference and how to be present for, for someone else. Right. It really, really does. And, you know, it's, we're not doing anyone a favor when we get sucked into, let's say, their dark moods or um, difficulty that they're going through because, of course, everyone wants, you know, and needs empathy and compassion, uh, but at the same time, we all need inspiration to help us to, you know, move through the challenging times and to be able to transform ourselves to bring in more of that divine light. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
somewhere I heard that there might be a, a giveaway. You have something you're wanting yes. to share, some kind of yes. contest uh, yes. or gift or something? Yes, I'm so excited <laughs> to offer a free bottle of my unique product, CBD Super Cider. And uh, this product, I... <laughs> Is like my baby. You know, it took me, I actually it took me over a year to find a, con- a contract manufacturer who's fabulous in Oregon. He fresh brews the herbs. The herbs were hand-selected. I, I actually sent the formula back 12 times until it was just perfect because it's 400 milligram full-spectrum CBD. So as I was talking about the highest quality medical-grade CBD, but it also in the 8-ounce bottle has 40 grams of the cannabinoid herbal formula. And the reason why is because I talked earlier about the endocannabinoid system and CBD helps to keep that endocannabinoid system within the body flourishing. But there are other phytocannabinoids, which means plant cannabinoids, uh, such as echinacea, turmeric, black pepper, helichrysum, cacao, nutmeg, cinnamon. And these herbs work really well synergistically with the CBD. So there's 40 grams of that herbal formula, helps to balance the blood sugar, and it's also in a base of organic apple cider vinegar and organic cherry concentrate, which is full of polyphenols, great for the heart. So it works together to really help people get out of pain, sleep better. And the number one thing people are saying is just to energize, but not a hyper energy. It's more of a very calm, subtle kind of energy, just um, just a sense of well-being is kind of more what I'm hearing from people and getting the feedback. And this is what, so I'm very excited because this is one of the few CBD products to be USDA certified organic. And this is my favorite thing about it, Temple, is there's no, not only no sugar, but there's no artificial sugar. It tastes fantastic just from the pure cherry concentrate, which is, you know, right from the trees in Washington State and the herbal formula together. Give it a beautiful flavor. And I am giving away one ounce bottles uh, I will ask the, uh, for shipping to, uh, for your listeners to pay just a very nominal shipping fee, but the bottle itself is free, and that's because I want everyone to have a chance to try it. Oh, and oh that's so it. great so of you. Thank you for that. And thank they go to oh, you. your definitely. website, yeah, com, or go through the other one. Where do you want them to go? com, and then slash free. F-R-E-E. So renesorganic.com slash free. Awesome. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. And I was I was thinking as you were talking about this um, that I, I, I admit that I was powerless over my misunderstanding about CBD oil too. <laughs> <laughs> because at first I did, I went right there. I went, oh, another... Another thing, another phase, another splash, another, I mean, I think I gave it like 10 minutes. So keeping it in perspective, but I immediately summed up that it was, oh, somebody being uh, altered, you know, in some form or another and no thank you. And that won't be for me. But I just found myself, there were so many people that were into it, doing it, participating and doing conversations about how they would rub it on certain elements or, you know, whatever. And I tell you what I know is that talk about dreams. You know, if you are a person that you're saying, oh, I haven't had any dreams in a while or I don't really dream. Oh my, 
take a few drops of CBD oil and you need a big journal. Mm. <laughs> yes, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Yes, I didn't mention that. Was That was one of the first things. Well, I did say better sleep, deeper sleep. More Mm -hmm. for sure, but then waking up rested, which was such a good feeling, you know. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 definitely. You wake up earlier (laughs) than you used to, and you're ready. You know, you're 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 ready. You're complete. That's a that's a extreme valid point. Yeah, love that. Ready to take a walk and yeah, just feeling good. Well, you you've told about a a couple of uh, people that you know, people can access on the website, things like that. Uh, what, when you have one of those rainy days, uh, what would you say would be one of your best stories when you say, well, that's why I do what I do. That's why I continue to share this message. Is it, is it related to you or is, is it related to someone else? Mm, that's a great question, Temple. So many, I just think hearing the stories, I'm, I'm always so grateful when someone reaches back out to me. And sometimes I hear it by accident. You know, someone will say, oh, my friend lost 50 pounds with your program and uh, they just referred me to you. And maybe, um, you know, I've had people, it's amazing because I've been doing this so long. People say, I came to you 20 years ago when I quit smoking over at Tampa General Hospital, or, you know, one of the hospitals where I offered so many of my programs. And I just think it's knowing um, that so many people have had an impact with this method that made me want to write the book Easy Sugar Breakup and just share it with more and more people. Uh, I think my, my, my most amazing story was I was in the middle of um, giving a seminar at Boca Raton Community Hospital for, um, it was a weight loss seminar, and all of a sudden it was full auditorium, it was one of these big auditoriums, all of a sudden the back doors burst open in the middle of my <laughs> seminar, and this man just comes running up the you know, the aisle, and I'm at the front of the room with the microphone, and he just gives me a huge bear hug, and he says, I just have to tell you that I didn't think it was possible to quit smoking, Um, and he was young, I mean, he was, I mean, you know, he was in his 30s, and he said, "Um, but your program was the only thing that worked for me, and I had fourth stage cancer, and now I'm cancer free, and I thought, wow. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's life altering yeah. to, to say the it least. Really, well, really is. Do you have yeah. your own radio yeah. show? Do you have your own no, radio I show? Don't have a radio. No, I do not have my, a radio show. I, I love being a guest on, on, you know, your show and, and sharing on Facebook and my YouTube videos, but uh, not a radio show. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, my passion is still, honestly, it's corporate seminars. And often, you know, companies will have me come on site for their employees. And, and, and it's great because I have a two-hour seminar. And, I mean, you ask some of my biggest moments. I'm amazed how many people have lost weight for good going to one of my two-hour seminars just yeah. because of that group energy, group support, and when I'm able to present and I guide people through very powerful hypnotic experiences so that's also what I try and do, you know, in my webinars and working one-on-one with people all over the world on Skype and the phone as well. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I, and I'm, I imagine, and hopefully you do a lot in, in healthcare, uh, because that's a, you know, anywhere there's a, a sacred healer, healer, uh, that we're living in a time of, of somewhat a disconnect, aren't we? 
I mean, for when you go into a healthcare facility, you anticipate seeing people that care for their health. And that's often not the case now. It's kind of shocking, really. Um, so yeah, I'm, People are so stressed, I'm, though. I mean, people yeah, have such stress. Stress, lives. I mean, stress, stress. My daughter stress, just stress. became a nurse. Mm-hmm. You know, here she is a nurse helping so many people. And I mean, the lifestyle is incredible. And the load on these healthcare workers. Oh, so. Absolutely, absolutely, and the hours that they they put in, and 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 having to look at a value of being there because they cared about people, and yet they're defined by a budget that that might it might not go in the same direction. So, yeah, they right. do. They exactly. they have a lot to deal with. But I'm I'm glad you're out there teaching. You know this kind of kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I just yeah, so uh, important. Wow, we we must have you on the show again, I mean, because we just barely mm-hmm. we Thank danced you. around subjects, you know, because there's just so much. And um, yeah, I was just so excited to to hear about you and see what you're doing in the world, uh, never knowing that you were uh, somewhere in my backyard, which is a different conversation <laughs> that that yeah, we'll have. But oh my gosh, I'm thank you for being bold and brave and. And uh, being intentional. I mean, you get the the winner of the year of <laughs> Intentional you. Spirit Award, I tell <laughs> you. And I just thank all of you for tuning in. And go to easywillpower.com or check out Rena's, R-E-N-A-S, organic.com forward slash free. And get that small bottle of the CBD um, juice he was talking about. Wow. Get to know Rena. Further get to know yourself. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.